Hey, thank you so much for joining us at our Crosspoint Church podcast. Now, if you're new to our podcast or maybe new to our church in general, we're just a bunch of messed up people who don't have it all together, running after a heavenly leader who loves us and meets us right where we are. We hope this message encourages you, builds your faith, and strengthens your confidence as you continue down this journey of what it means to know and follow Jesus. Enjoy this message. It was 10 years ago. I packed my life into two suitcases and started traveling the country, hoping that I could tell people about Jesus through spoken word poetry. I honestly didn't know what I was doing. I had never seen it done before, but I felt like it was what God was calling me to do. It's all I thought about when I woke up in the morning. It's all that I thought about when I went to bed at night, but I wasn't sure if I was hearing him right. How do you say yes to something you've never seen done before? No, I was afraid of failing. I was kind of embarrassed telling people, I'm gonna talk about Jesus through poems all over the country. No, I don't have a home address. No, I don't have a plan. And I really was obsessed with what people thought about me. So as I was trying to make this decision, I kept thinking, what will people say? What if I fumble? What if I fail? What if I didn't hear God right? I packed my life into suitcases and crossed state lines in my 1996 red Toyota Corolla. Come on, somebody, don't hate on red Toyota Corollas. Your great grandma's Corolla still works. It's awesome, practical, and dope. This is not an advertisement for Corollas, but if they'd like to sponsor this, I welcome that. I remember driving across state lines and I had never felt so much fear in my life. Can I trust God right now? Is he everything? I always thought he was. Am I safe? And I remember as I was crossing state lines, I came across this laundromat. To this day, I couldn't tell you where this laundromat is, but even though I was about to enter in kind of a nomadic hippie era, um, your girl was still about to be clean. Like I didn't know at the time, but I would end up not having a home address for about four and a half years. I didn't know at the time, but I would start living from hotel room to hotel room, from guest room to guest room, from cot in living room to cot in living room for the next four and a half years. So praise God that there was a laundromat in the middle of nowhere. I remember seeing this laundromat and writing this spoken word piece that I wanna share with you today. In fact, I just wanna set this scene for you really quick. It would really help if you just imagined me in the middle of this laundromat. I want you to imagine the smells of Tide detergent smelling like sea breeze, the smells of lavender fabric softener. I'm sitting on top of a dryer. It's very warm, kind of shaky. And I have my janky laptop open and I start writing this spoken word piece. In fact, I started just writing words that I hoped I would believe. I started writing, I can trust God with my life. God has a plan for me. And as I was writing it, I was kind of asking God, can I trust you with my life? Do you have a plan for me? And I wrote this spoken word piece that I'm about to share with you today. 10 years ago, I wrote this piece. And after I share this piece with you, I want to tell you what it means to me today. What God has shown me about who he is and how trustworthy he is today. So thank you so much for letting me share this spoken word piece that means so much to me. This is the piece I wrote 10 years ago. And this is These Waters. In fact, it really helps if you kind of imagine the smell of lavender fabric softener as I perform it. Just saying, little life hack for you. 
I can trust God with my life. God has a plan for me. I was born with a purpose. I was born with talents. I was born with a mission to see captives set free. I can trust God with my life. I'm trying to say these five truths to myself over and over. Praying somehow they sink in. Praying somehow they shout louder than the voices that haunt me. Because from day to day they are battling with all the wars inside of me. The many words inside of me. Like what if God fails me? What if I make a mistake and I ruin the lives of the people around me? What if I'm the one person who doesn't have a purpose? What if my talents are not good enough? What if my decisions are not good enough? What if my life is not up to par of what everyone expects of me? And I am drowning in this sea of what ifs. But I'm not the only one. I heard a story once of a man named Peter who was asked by Jesus to come walk on water. Peter was at sea in a boat with his friends. A storm came in and then Jesus from the shore began to walk on water and then asked Peter to join him, to take a step of faith and step out with him onto the waves beneath him. Jesus asked Peter to trust him. And for a moment, Peter did. And he stared into the eyes of Jesus and he walked on water. But then his eyes got distracted. He saw the waves of the storm. He saw the ripples of the ocean underneath his toes. And then he began to sink in the sea of what ifs. What if I can't do this? What if my feet slip? What if I don't make it and I'm just a disappointment? What if I shouldn't have listened to Jesus? And the moment he looked away from him, the moment he started to doubt him, Peter began to sink in the sea that surrounded him. But Jesus reached out to him, grabbed his hand and saved him and said to him, my friend, where is your faith? Why would you doubt me? And to be honest, the story isn't too different from me. See, there's a little bit of Peter right here within me. There's a little bit of this lack of trust manifesting within all of us because we stop staring into the eyes of Jesus and instead start looking at how scary the water is that's beneath us. But Jesus wants us to step out, to stop drowning in this sea of doubt and start to walk on this water. He wants us to dive in into all his kingdom has to offer. And Satan has come to plant doubt into all of our hearts. But Jesus has come to redeem the what ifs. And he wants to ask us, what if you just trusted me with your life? What if you knew that I would be with you when it comes to that high dive? What if you knew these waters have been made for you to walk onto, to dive into, and I would never let you drown. I am always here to catch you. What if you knew you could trust God, your Father? You could do even greater things than simply walking on water. See, I know that doubt is comfortable. I know that doubt is all we know. I know that thinking of being loose from its chain seems a task impossible, but Jesus has come to pull us out. So that is the victory that I hold on to when these demons of disbelief come back around and try and haunt me. When I start doubting like Peter and I'm scared of drowning, I will stand with my head high and stare my Jesus straight into the eyes and take a step and repeat and repeat 
repeat and repeat all of this I can trust God with my life because God has a plan for me and I was born with the purpose I was born with talent I was born with the mission to see captives set free what if what if what if I just trusted God with my life it turns out there are no waters that are too deep for me there are no waters that are too deep for me and there are no waters that are too deep for you what would I tell myself 10 years ago I would tell myself the same thing I want to tell you today Jesus is trustworthy he is absolutely worth taking a step of faith towards you know what I would tell myself 10 years ago look I used to think I don't want to be like Peter I used to think God don't let me be like Peter he's a doubter he's a wimp I can't believe he lost faith and started drowning God don't let me be like Peter and now 10 years later after I've taken some steps of faith and fumbled through a couple of things now I think I think Peter gets a bad rep I think Peter gets a bad rep just imagine this Peter is sinking in the water his toes are getting numb he is getting cold his cloak is dragging him into the waves because it is drenched in water and then his friend Jesus sprints towards him grabs his hand it's kind of slippery but he strong arms him up and then they lock arms and they start walking on top of the waves almost as in protest against the storms all the way back to the boat together and do you know who they meet there at the boat all the guys that never got out of the boat that's who they mean at the boat all these people who stayed safe inside that vessel I used to think I don't want to be like Peter but now I realize that Peter is the only story we have in the entire Bible of someone who had so much faith in Jesus that he got out of a boat and he started walking on waves and staring at Jesus and sure he lost focus for a while we shouldn't do that he started doubting for a while and we shouldn't do that like any of us who take a step of faith there's moments of fear there's moments of doubting there's moments of seeing the waves of our circumstances the waves of our culture the waves of our fears that sometimes we slip but 2nd Corinthians 1:10 says this for he has delivered us from such a great danger and he will deliver us again on him we put our hope that he will just keep on delivering us the truth is that we are more safe to take a step of faith than we ever imagined the truth is that we are safe when we are focusing on Jesus. The truth is that we can say yes to what God is calling us to do without fear of failing because Jesus loves rescuing us. Now when I think about Peter, I think, God, let me be a little bit more like Peter. Let me have faith that is so big that I'm not afraid of failing. God, let me have faith that's so big that I'm not obsessed with other people's opinions of me. God, let me have faith so big that I don't care that all my friends are in the boat. Let me focus on Jesus. Let me say yes to Jesus. Let me be so filled with faith that I just want to get closer to Jesus because this is what 2 Corinthians 1.10 shows us. This is what Peter's life and him walking on waves shows us that even if we doubt a little and even if we fumble a little and even if we fail a little, worst case scenario if we stay focused on Jesus and are trying to focus on him and have faith in him to our best of our abilities worst case scenario we will just get closer to Jesus worst case scenario Jesus is gonna rescue us it is absolutely worth it to say yes to Jesus to get closer to him and to have an experience with him 
that nobody else will have. Now my prayer is, God, let me be a little bit more like Peter. I hope at the end of my life, when I'm sitting at a campfire with all of my great, great, great grandkids, and we're eating s'mores and licking Hershey's chocolate off of our fingers, I hope I don't have all these stories of what it was like to stay inside of a boat and watching all my friends having experiences with Jesus. I hope I don't have all these stories, poetic prose of what it was like to stay safe inside of the vessel, how dark the wood was as I was standing safe in the vessel, how warm the blankets were when I was laying safe in the vessel. No, God, when I tell my family about what it was like to live a life of faith serving you and following you and knowing you and loving you, God, let me have some waves on me. Let me have some clothing that got ruined with all those steps of faith. Let me have some stories to tell the next generation that serving Jesus and following Jesus and taking risk for Jesus is absolutely worth it. When I get to that point of my life, I know that I will be telling generations to come. It was totally worth it to say yes to Jesus. He was the best thing in my life. Even the sensation of sinking was worth it to have the thrill of my Savior rescuing me in the middle of the waves and the thrill of standing on top of storms with Jesus. Let me tell you about an experience I had with Jesus when I took that step of faith. Wherever you are in your life today, you might not be sure about the step that's ahead of you. You might be afraid that the step you feel God is calling you to is not the perfect step. And you're waiting to find the perfect step before you start the thing, before you say the thing, before you do the thing that God has put on your heart to do, before you say yes to him, you're waiting first for all the right resources or all the right um, opinions for people to say, yes, that's it. You're waiting for all these confirmations to do what God has already put in your heart to do. And we're waiting for this perfect step, for the waves to settle, for everything to line up perfectly. And I want you to know what I would have told myself 10 years ago. God is not calling you to the perfect step. He's just calling you to the next step. Don't wait for the perfect step. Just take the next step of faith. Just take the next step of obedience. Just take the next step towards Jesus because it is absolutely worth it to get closer to your Savior. If there's one thing I would tell you today, it's that Jesus is trustworthy and you can say yes to Jesus without fear of failing. He will rescue you. He loves you. He so longs to be close to you. And he is calling you to something new right now. Don't wait for the perfect step. Just take the next step towards Jesus. He is trustworthy. Thanks so much for joining us today. Take a moment to follow our podcast on your preferred platform and be sure to download our app to stay informed on everything happening here at Crosspoint. And if you like what you heard today, don't hesitate to share it with a friend that might need to hear it too.